Thanks for tuning in to Playoff Beards and the Let's Get Ready Network. On this network, we talk about all the things you love, like movies, TV, sports, professional wrestling, and more. If you're interested in supporting the network, you can subscribe to our Patreon at patreon.com slash lgrnetwork. And please leave a rating and a review of this episode. Enjoy the show, everyone. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Playoff Beards. Very little uh, tired today, but uh, in a good mood, I think. Uh, Adelia, back with me today here. Adelia, how was your Saturday evening this week? It was excellent. Um, Not only did the Avalanche destroy the Lightning, but in the middle of that game, the uh, Colorado Mammoth Lacrosse team also won the National Cross League, so... Nice. It was a pretty nice night, Um, but the majority of that was was down to the Avalanche. Yeah. That was a, uh, what I would call an ass-whooping that they gave the Tampa Bay Lightning, and I am fine with it. Because I do not want to see the Tampa Bay Lightning win, and I think they deserve a good thrashing here and there, especially in the Stanley Cup final. But boy, was this a thrashing! Seven nothing victory. What was this like? The uh, the Patriots against the Jets or something? Oh no, different sport. Seven nothing for the Colorado Avalanche. Uh, it was just a total dominant performance, and not like a lot that can be said about this game because of how one sided it was. But, again, I think it was a lot of fun. You know, probably more fun for you than it was for me, but uh, fun nonetheless <laughs> to, see, to see this kind of one-sided victory for Colorado. Because, again, I, 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 any way that the Lightning lose is fine by me. Yeah. I think it was probably the most fun for the people in Ball Arena that night because that crowd was rocking. That place looked electric. Yeah. I wish I was there. Um, but yeah, it, it, any way that the lightning lose is fine with me, but if we're going to destroy them like that, I'm, I'm more than happy with it. It, it takes the stress level down when you're watching the game, when you have that much of a lead, it's like, okay, yeah. I don't need to be as edge on the edge of my seat, you know, back and forth with the goals kind of thing. It's like, okay, I can just kind of sit back and relax and enjoy the ride on this one. You know, because there certainly have been those games that are really close that go into overtime. You know, game one, for example, going into yeah, overtime. Game one. So it's good to have a breather game once in a while, where you, or a laugher, as another another term that I like to call it, where you can just kind of, you know, be entertained by what's happening on your screen. <laughs> on the hockey yeah. Game. Yeah, those kind of games are always nice, especially in high-pressure situations uh, as far as, like, nerves and things go for fans because yeah, I never would have guessed that we were going to win this game 7 nothing, especially after the first right. game went to overtime. This is uh, this ties, ironically, the largest margin of victory we've had in a Stanley Cup Finals game because we beat the Florida Panthers 8-1 Ooh. in 1996. <laughs> Um, it's also like the most 
goals scored in a shutout in a Stanley Cup Finals game since like 1991 or something like that. Wow. So um, it was nuts. It was absolutely nuts. I was watching the game. I was in voice chat in the Discord. And it's just like, Discord again? What? What? I was so confused. I was so happy. I was. It was such a stark difference in my anxiety levels from game one. I'm sure. I was happy about that more than anything, really. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, uh, it was a good game. If you're an Avalanche fan, it was if not you're a an good game. Fan. If you're a Lightning fan, no. I th- I think what maybe surprised me the most was the fact that Andre Vasilevsky, who's considered the greatest goalie in the league right now, probably. Uh, given up this amount of, of goals, this amount of shots, because they're going to lay a lot of shots as well. And and again, uh, limiting the Tampa Bay Lightning on their shots, I think they only had like four in the first period or something. So uh, it, it was uh, it was kind of surprising to see that happen to Vasilevsky, and it was also a little surprising that they didn't take him out after the first period. You'd think that – I think I, the commentators, at least the feed that I was watching, were saying that the coach asked him – if he wanted to keep going, and he said he, he did. But you'd almost feel like after that first period, they would have made a little bit more. Or maybe after he gave that gave up like that fifth goal, that they would have been a little bit more inclined to be like, okay, let's take you out. We'll save you for game three. You know, we don't yeah. want to risk you getting hurt or anything. So I'm a little bit surprised that they didn't do that. But, you know, I guess the guy is, again, the greatest, the, the best goalie out there right now, potentially. So he wanted to, well, he didn't look like it in this game. But wanted to sort of stay in there to maybe make a point and be a point of resilience, I guess. Yeah. I saw uh, John Cooper say after the, the game that the Vasilevsky gives them their best chance to win hockey games. So that's why he stayed in. I was like, you guys were down five, nothing. Yeah. Like, are you really winning that game? Like, I guess stranger things have happened, but. I don't think I've ever seen someone overcome a five goal deficit in hockey. At least yeah. in the time that I've been watching, I've seen a four nothing or four goal deficit be overcome, but five is kind of like. Nearly oh, I'm impossible. sure it's happened. I'm, oh, I'm sure, sure it's, it's happened, probably too, happened, but, but I can't I think can't, of one off the top. Of no, head. no, but um, yeah, I, a couple other little notes that I have here. Uh, I I think the the real, I, it's funny to say turning point because it, it was the first goal that was given up, but they had that penalty called on them and. The one guy that the Tampa Bay Lightning do not want in the penalty box uh, was the one that got the penalty called, and that's Ryan McDonough. And I think that that was a pretty uh, – that was a key thing to happen. Early on, it was early on in the game. It was like within the first three minutes he gets the penalty it was called with, on it. Was it then in the first minute? It was in the first he minute the that he gets, he gets the penalty called. And, again, that's just such a, a huge guy to have out for that power, for that penalty kill the lightning and obviously they couldn't really do anything to contain the the, you know the scoring power of the Colorado Avalanche there but you know I think after that first goal it was like okay the momentum's clearly in Colorado's favor here but then it just like it wouldn't stop and and usually the Tampa Bay Lightning their defensive wall like excuse me it's early Um, the defensive wall of the Tampa Bay Lightning sort of collapsed here in this game and you think they would have maybe been able to contain that offensive, you know, uh, a bombardment really a little bit more. But 
it was what it was, and they had a, a nice 3 nothing lead headed into that second period and then just kind of took over from there. So, um, yeah, uh, again, a little bit surprising that they wasn't able to do more defensively in this game. But hockey is funny in the way that where the first game went to overtime, this game was a blowout. Game three will probably be a, a 4 nothing victory for the Tampa Bay Lightning because that's how hockey tends to go. I hope not, <laughs> but... You never, you, know, know. you never know. I mean, yeah, it uh, it's gonna be definitely a different game. I am not anticipating a seven nothing game tonight in Game Three, right. and <clears throat> I think anybody who thinks that the Tampa Bay Lightning aren't going to come back and at least make games out of these next two games, whether they win them or not, is stupid. Like yeah. the Lightning are not going to just roll hockey. over and. And and go away. That's that's not how that's no. That's that's not what they do. They're still the two-time defending Stanley Cup champions, and I think they still have a lot a lot of fight left in them, even if they didn't really seem like it this game, because that's just the type of team that they are. Yeah, I still don't think that um, we're done in Denver either. I really do think the Tampa's going to win at least one of the next two games. I think so, too. I think this series will at least go to five games. Yeah. I think we both had the, the Avalanche in six, but I think five, yeah, could could be five. I think five or six is, is a safe bet. You know, and again, you never know. I mean, the the, the Rangers had a 2 nothing series lead over the, over the same team in the conference final um, after the first two games and couldn't do anything else after that, so I don't anticipate that happening here at all, but I do think that, that Tampa Bay is at least going to make it interesting uh, as we both think, kind, of, kind of think for the next couple of games. Yeah, but, there's but, absolutely no way this is over. Like, I've seen so many no. people on Twitter and stuff being like, sweep, and it's like, no. I, I, no. <laughs> if we sweep the Lightning, I would be more shocked than I was by the fact that we beat them 7 nothing in a Stanley Cup final game. Yeah, I think that's a fair assessment. Um, but it, it would be mind blowing if they if the Avalanche were able to sleep. But as you said, like they only really do one of two things in the Cup Finals: they either stretch it out in seven games or they sweep them. So uh, at least yeah, in past Stanley Cup final appearances. But um, yeah, I got a, a couple other notes here. I, I got to shout out to Nachushkin again. Uh, he is unbelievable. He really He's so is good. He has kind of become the star of, or the MVP of the Cup Final so far. I feel like um, yeah. he, he's he's really uh, he's he's the guy that stands out for me, for sure. Um, just a, a really really key member of that Avalanche and that scoring depth that we talk about. I think you know, Kushkin was not a guy that people were talking about a lot headed into this series, and I think he's really. Uh, Proven to be one of one of uh, like again a key factor in, in getting these guys their wins. Yep, and Val's great. Um, the Dallas Stars fans must be kicking themselves because the Dallas Stars bought out his contract before we signed him. Really? So okay. uh, yeah, um, he uh, he's an unrestricted free agent this summer. So he is uh, with every game and every moment uh, making that value earning increase. himself a lot yeah. of money. So yeah. I'm, I'm happy for him, whether that ends up being with uh, us or not, probably not us, but I'm happy for him. He's a good, he's a good guy and he's been great this season. It's been a career year for him and I'm 
thrilled that he's stepped up to the plate like this in the in the finals. Yeah, he's he's definitely his line is a fun line to watch on the ice. Yeah, and, and in game two he was playing with a Landis McKinnon, so yeah, that was a really great move, I think, because he was it was it, it was deserved. Yeah, yeah, it's interesting. They they shuffled the line. They didn't really shuffle them. They tweaked them just a, a little bit. <laughs> tweaked them a little, yeah. Yeah, and it made them even that much better. So, um, good coaching move there, I think, on that one. Um, the other guy that scored a goal that I wrote down on my note, what? Darren Helm. Darren, Darren Helm? Helm? Who's that? <laughs> Apparently, Darren, he's been around forever. Darren he, Helm was, the, yeah. Yeah. He won he the Stanley Cup with the, with the Red Detroit, Wings. Red Wings in 2008. Yeah. He's been around that yeah. long. He is, he's, this is maybe, I don't know if this is maybe his last hurrah, probably, I would say. But yeah. um, he's he got added before the start of this season for some squad depth and, you know, some toughness. He's now leads the playoffs in hits, I believe, Darren Helm. So I he's he's been great this year, even if he happens to be a former member of the Detroit Red Wings. Yeah, that's. Just wild that he's still playing. Uh, I said the score of the goal. I was like, wait, what? You know? Yeah. Had to look him up for a second. And go, wow, this guy's still in the league. Darren Held, the guy that won the St. Louis series with five seconds left in the game when we, when wow. we beat St. Louis. That's crazy. That's that's really crazy. So, and um, who was the other guy that, that uh, was on? It was on some team that sent – the their team into the Stanley Cup final and he's done it with two different teams and he did it with the Avalanche this year. Oh Arturi Lekinen. Lekinen, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's another one where it's like, wow, he's not only is he still around, but he's also like doing these huge things still in the playoffs. So these big moments. So Yeah, Lekinen in the he, last two years has scored the goal that won the Western Conference uh finals. Yeah, that's crazy. In overtime, so he, I believe as well. I think so. I think so. I think you're right on that one. Um, but it's just, it's impressive to see these guys that you wouldn't expect have these big moments in the playoffs. Yeah, it's been you know? great, I think. And it's been a real testament to why we went out and, you know, we didn't necessarily get a Claude Giroux or somebody like that at the deadline. We got Arturi Lekkinen. We got Josh Manson. We, we brought in these players that added depth and, and a different dimension to the game than what we had all season. You know, not that we were struggling this season because we obviously weren't. We were pretty much in control of the Western Conference from the very beginning, but um, we added pieces that we needed for the playoffs and it's paying off very much so right now. Seems to be. Yeah, I, I think that's a key word that we continue to use when we talk about the Avalanche's depth. And I think that that's they have the depth to win the cup, and that's like a huge thing. Tampa Bay has depth too, but it's depth that's been there, you know. I think Avalanche yeah. have added that depth this season, and that's what's made them so good. So um, definitely fun to watch. Uh, I also wanted to uh, shout out Kale McCarr scoring a, a goal, a short-handed goal nonetheless, uh, for his dad on yeah, Father's he scored, Day. He scored or two goals in the third period. Yeah, both goals in the third period. Kale McCarr, another guy. You're like, wait, what him? Like doing something. But 
that that was pretty cute to see his the uh, I was watching the uh, the Canadian feed and the Sportsnet guys were actually talking about his dad uh, who was in the audience uh, and I think they maybe even interviewed him um, before he scored the goal and then he scored the goal and they were all laughing about it because they were just talking about it so um, that that was cool to see I definitely thought that was a, a, a nice moment That's for cool. the Carr family there. Yeah, I loved uh, Kale McCarr was interviewed by Emily Kaplan on ESPN after the game, and her last question to him was, "So will you celebrate this at all tonight?" And he just went, "Nope," and walked away. <laughs> I love that short, simple, to the point answers. You gotta love. Yep. It. I haven't won anything yet. Yeah, I hey, that's that's a good attitude to have. I think for a lot of these yep. players. And- don't celebrate the vi- the championship victory before it's happened because there's still a lot of work to be done. This is only game two. Yeah, he said the next game is going to be the hardest, and he's not. They're not celebrating, and I think that's great. Yep. Um, I can't believe that game on Saturday night. It was nuts. We had three goals before the Tampa Bay Lightning had three shots. I think Darcy, Darcy Kemper's shutout was with something like 16 or 17 saves. That's all the shots they Hit. had that entire game. Wow. Um, it, it was a complete and utter domination. Just the destruction of the highest level. And I enjoyed every second of it. But I don't anticipate seeing a repeat of that tonight in Game yeah. 3. Yeah, uh no offense from the Tampa Bay Lightning is another thing I wrote down. That is, I think, maybe the most surprising element of this game. Is like, yeah, yeah, the shutout is impressive and everything, and you, you might see that, but to have it be against the Tampa Bay Lightning, who again they they have maybe not as much scoring depth as the Avalanche, but they still have plenty of guys that can score from all points, all sides of the net. So. Um, that was a little, also a little bit surprising that they were only able to chip together 16 or 17 shots on goal, or 16, or, you know, 16, 17 save attempts for for Darcy Kemper. But that was, uh, I, I was happy to see Darcy Kemper get his shutout there because I think they said that was the first time that something like that has happened for him. Uh, I don't know yeah, if I any of these so. other games have been shutouts, but I think this might have been the first shutout for him in the playoffs because they had, yeah, yeah, that sounds right. Yeah, so that was that was also pretty cool to see. But um, again, not a lot more to be said about this game. I yeah, think not much more to say. Pretty straightforward when you have a big blowout like this. Not a lot of talking points. But um, I did pose the question uh, on the last show about who has the best playoff beard on the ice right now for both teams, and I have my pick, uh, and it could be our both of our picks here. But um, I wanted to shout out this guy and uh, many of viewers here on, on Patreon, patreon.com slash LGR Network uh, will be able to see this. But my vote is for Mr. Bogosian here, Zach Bogosian. Look at that freaking beard. My goodness. Uh, it is a Tampa Bay Lightning, so that I guess that would be my vote for the Lightning side of things. I don't I don't have my pick yet for Colorado. But I'm going to watch this game and, and come get back to you on that one. But, man, what a beard. So Zach Bogosian there, that's my vote for, for playoff beard, uh, at least for the Tampa Bay Lightning in the Stanley Cup final. Bogosian's beard is good. He His was the one that stood out to me on the Lightning, so I guess he's yeah. my pick from the Lightning as well. Mine from the Avalanche, and there's no, no photographic evidence of this for the video viewers here, is uh, Gabriel Landeskog 
Gabrielle Landisgag is another one that stuck out for me as well. There's some good beards. I was looking for them after we posed the question on, yeah. on the last show. I was like, okay. I was like looking around the ice trying to figure out who uh, who has the best beard. Ryan yeah. McDonough on the Tampa Bay Lightning had a, had a pretty good looking beard. So Honorable um, mention to Kale McCarr for being able to grow some facial hair at all. Yes. <laughs> at age 20, 22 or whatever he is. So. Whatever he is. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I, I'm 32 and I can barely still grow beard shape, but... He's got like a little tiny little like mustache thing going. Yeah. It's it's so funny. Really, like there really was, he was he, earlier when the playoff beard uh, playoff started. He had been joking that he was two weeks into his playoff beard. She didn't see anything, so nobody could tell. And now he's just got this little like mustache thing going. It's so funny to me. But yeah, it really really is. Um, but uh, yeah, definitely some fun stuff there. Game three tonight. As this videos and slash audio podcast is being released uh, as 5 p.m. Pacific. Yeah, it's usually like a 8.15, I've noticed. Like yeah. 8.15, 17.00, somewhere in there is when they actually drop the puck. Because there's a lot of preambles and anthems and things that they have to get through. But... Um, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Let's see what the Colorado Avalanche can do in Tampa Bay because Tampa Bay has been pretty dominant at home, at on home ice. I, I'm not sure if they – I think they lost maybe once or twice to the Toronto Maple Leafs. I'd have to go back and look. But other than that, I don't believe that they've lost a game at home. So that that's definitely favors them in game three. But I think, you know – uh, given the results of Game Two, uh, it's I don't I don't expect similar results in this game. I think it, it, the Amelie Arena they're going to have that home crowd on their side, and I think that they're going to at least make the game a bit more interesting than we saw in Game Two. So um, definitely looking forward to that tonight to see how that goes all goes down. But uh, Delia, any other final thoughts before we wrap up here today? Nope. Just excited. Go Avalanche. Yep. We got uh, two down, two more to go. They only have to win two, two more down, two games. Down. So yep. it'll be very exciting to watch. But, um, yeah, there you go, everybody. A little bit of a shorter episode here today. Um, but uh, we should be, should be back either tomorrow or Wednesday to recap Game 3 and preview Game 4 as well. But uh, appreciate all your support here on the Let's Get Ready Network. As always, if you're listening on the audio feed, we appreciate your support there. And if you can see our very groggy, tired faces here today, uh, then you are watching on the Patreon. And we love you guys, and we really, really appreciate all your support on patreon.com slash LGR Network. So, um, yeah, I think that's going to do it for us here today. Um, but we will be back in a couple days. And, uh, yeah, thanks, everybody. Talk to you soon. Bye. As the dogs bid us farewell. As, as, as well. the dogs. dogs. Thanks, dogs. <laughs> Good timing. Right at the end. At least not in the middle of the end. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Thanks, everybody. See you soon.